This is episode number 16 with Peter Verdell. Welcome to the I Love Music podcast. My name is Jen Fedor. I started the I Love Music podcast to inspire people who love music, encourage people who work within the industry, and to hear each person's unique story. It's South by Southwest time, and I hope everyone who made it to the festival this year is having a rad time and finding new and inspiring music. If you are new to the podcast, please find me on social media. All the links are at ilovemusicpodcast.com. For this episode, I got to talk with Peter Verdell. After quitting his job in A&R at Drive Through Records, Peter formed his project Act As If. Since 2010, Act As If has released multiple albums and has been featured on ABC, MTV, Apple.com, and LA's very own K-Rock Locals Only. Be sure to check out Peter's music at actasifmusic.com. All right, let's hop into his story. Peter, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. I, uh, so right now we're in my kitchen. I just returned from Joshua Tree for the weekend slash Palm Springs, and I'm, uh, listeners, I'm a, I'm a little bit tired, but you know, I think we're gonna, me, me and Peter are going to have a good uh, conversation. Also, I feel like you're tired is like everybody else's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, like thriving. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, I don't know where I get my energy from. Like oh, my sister awesome. is like, we're like, we're kind of like yin and yang. She's uh-huh. like very way more low key than I am. And I'm just like, hey. What's yeah. the next thing we're gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> so. I mean, like I love, I love it. it. Like it's so crazy. It just it takes all kinds to like make our humanity up or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I am on like the lower energy. Okay. And at least like in recent years, I have been. Yeah. I think in other parts of my life, I've been super wired, but I w- I aspire to become wired more wired. Honestly, like more energized and whatever. Yeah. I like think about that all the time. Um, so let's, let's hop into the interview. Okay. Um, so when did you decide growing up that you're like, Mm. oh, I really like want to get into music. I really, you know, when, when did your interest peak? Um, okay. Well, I grew up in Olympia, Washington, Okay. which, um, actually has a cool, like, History, like history, kind of in like punk music, um, uh, like Nirvana played their first show in Olympia, Washington. Um, but even with that, like it wasn't really a place where, like I ever thought, oh, I could play music for mm-hmm. a career or anything like that. So um, I definitely fell in love with music in Olympia. Um, I, I moved there from California when I was like maybe ten or eleven, and I didn't have a whole lot of friends and it rains all the time, as you know. Um, So I just spent a ton of time in my bedroom listening to to music, listening to 107.7 The End, which is kind of like the K-Rock of Seattle. Um, So bands like the Smashing Pumpkins, uh, to everything, to the Deftones, to Blink-182, to Weezer, anything that was sort of from like 1998 to... 2000 or something was sort of like just these bands that became like my best friends honestly Mm -hmm. um so i played drums in high school and and really just thought of it as a fun thing um 
it wasn't until I moved to California and went to college that I realized, oh, there are like people actually making a living playing music. Yeah. And maybe I should like think about that. Um, should I keep going about that? Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm loving this. I, right. I love everyone's like personal journey and like okay. how I just I always find it fascinating. Cool. So, um, so I remember um, uh, one thought that just came to mind is I I got like a small scholarship to play drums for this choir at the college I went to. Okay. And so I was um, taking drum lessons at the college and just sort of be, being around. Uh, kind of the music scene there and just noticing how good everybody was and how much better how much better everyone was than, than like the best person I could think of from Olympia and just thinking like okay not only like it is possible to make a living playing music because I see these people doing it but I gotta step up my game right so yeah um, it was an awesome like kick in the ass and I practiced drums a ton got a lot better um got involved in some like local uh localish bands playing drums yeah. and the whole time I was I had a guitar um and I would write songs here and there mm -hmm. um I was not a good singer it's taken me a long time to get okay. slowly better at that um, I don't think I've ever seen you play drums so that mm. that's that's like a new piece of information for me yeah yeah you know I I obviously don't play very often I miss it like crazy and a year ago yeah um, exactly I actually I did a two-week tour where I opened for my friend Andrew Rip I, I like opened like you know singing oh, yeah I remember if. yeah I re yeah I remember that so I did like act as if songs uh, on my own to open the shows and then I drummed for him okay as the as the headliner and yeah. so that was like a really fun challenge of like okay um, Am I gonna like? Can I do this? And I practiced my ass off for like a month into the tour, mm -hmm. and just kind of was like, okay, here I go, I'm gonna do it. And it was like full on like a drumming gig. Like right. I ran backing tracks for the band. I, you know, it was like a big responsibility. Yeah. But I did it, and it felt like really good. That like, oh, this is still part of me too. You know. Yeah. I mean, you can do. You sing, guitar, mm -hmm. drums. So mm -hmm. like, you're kind of like, you have all different aspects in the music world. Yeah. Um, when you moved down to LA, mm -hmm. um, did you, did you work at any labels or did you, what was? Well, okay. I did actually. Um, yeah. I, I graduated college with a business degree, which is something I always, uh, uh, feel kind of dumb about. I regret doing that. Um, but I got an internship at drive through records uh, for those of you who don't know, a big pop punk kind of staple um, of the early 2000s. And uh, yeah, I interned and they eventually offered me a part-time job and then a full-time job. And so I spent about maybe total four years there, which is a long time. Um, and then at, right around that, that four-year mark, I just kind of realized I, gosh, I like, I need to be playing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was it was it became harder and harder to work for bands. Yeah. And I would just find this like kind of jealousy, or I think uh, just this like thing inside me saying like you can do this too, and if this is what you want, like you may as well try it. So, right. Yeah. It was kind of like this natural pull where you were like, okay, like I really 
I really got to try doing the, this next step. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you start like writing songs? Like, were you writing songs throughout college or did? Yeah, the writing, like I would even say I started writing honestly back in high school when I really didn't even play guitar okay. or have a, like a vehicle to really like put chords to lyrics. Yeah. Um, Cause I was a drummer. But I did have like um, a binder full of, uh, you know, uh, lyrics. Mm-hmm. I just, um, along with, uh, I think just being in Olympia, going. From, I, I was born in California, then being in Olympia, the weather changed, friendships changed, whatever. And like I mentioned, spending a lot of time in my room. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote just tons of, of, I guess, like poems really is what they were. But I, I always kind of envisioned like, oh, like, these are really songs, even though they weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, so the songwriting thing was in me from, like, a young age. But it wasn't really, like, even, I didn't even start trying to develop it until, yeah, maybe. Um, when I was working at drive Through, I started kind of dabbling a little bit more of, like, when I would get home from work, you know, pick yeah. up my guitar and try to write diff songs and, what band uh, was formed after Drive Through? Like, were, did you have a couple bands you were in, or mm. like, what? What was that process? Well, when I when I quit working at the label, I actually didn't think I was gonna do singing and and, and playing guitar. I thought I was gonna be a drummer. So that's what I was like. I went. I took classes yeah. um, at Citrus College, which is this really great community college, um, kind of on the outskirts of LA. Um, and played drums in like the pop bands at the college and then was starting to drum for people around town and through people that I ended up meeting I actually met everyone who would then become in Act As If through me playing drums at Citrus College. Wow. Um, That's cool. I was just kind of like like I was playing drums and my bass player was playing bass and I was like hey like I also kind of want to start a band where I sing and play like would you want to jam sometime or whatever the dumb things we say to each other yeah and uh um so then in terms of me like singing or having my own thing act as if was was the thing I started that was I knew that if I wasn't going to play drums for other people that that would be the thing I would like pour myself into for a while that's awesome Mm -hmm. and that was like since 2010 around Mm -hmm. 2010 Mm -hmm. Yep, that's when I, like, I had written demos under the idea of Act As If before then, but really Mm -hmm. 2010 was when I was like, okay, I'm going to record an album. I don't care who's on board or who's not. Here I go. And I just worked my ass off, really, and recorded, you know, an album basically in apartments. Yeah. And and then, you know, it just kind of, whatever. I was going to say, like, it just snowballed from there. But it's not like I'm in some massive snowball where I've been some huge right. successful thing. But yeah. but whatever. Like, thankfully, like, it took off to some degree right. after, that, after that point. So Yeah. you Well, you guys have had some, like, really great success with different placements mm-hmm. and on, like, MTV and yeah. uh, Link 182. Like, you guys, you did a cover of... Yeah. Um... Like the cool, okay, the cool, I'll just, should I just say the coolest things that have happened? Yeah, let's, yeah, go, yeah, go into some of the coolest things that have happened. The coolest things that happened with Act As If um, were really soon after I finished recording the first album, 
which again was like, I worked so hard on it, but I had zero, you know, I guess a lot of people would say this, they have like no expectations, and really right. I didn't. Um, and thankfully some music supervisors uh, really thought the music sounded like fresh and, and like something that could be used for, for shows that they weren't having, they didn't have a lot of what it sounded like. So yeah. um, shows like The Real World, um, this show that existed for a small time called The Buried Life used a ton of our songs. Okay. Um, that was an MTV show. Uh, Jersey Shore. Um, so kind of a lot of like those reality shows around 2010, 11 were using using our songs a lot, which was rad. Um, so encouraging for me. Right. A drummer, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the biggest, those are all like very, you know, those aren't like uh, financially sustainable things <laughs> yeah. as yeah. anyone in the industry knows. Right. Those aren't like yeah. things. But um, but one day I was driving home from like my tutoring gig. I tutor English. And I got an email from like the music director at like Apple. Uh, uh-huh. And he was like, you know, um, we, we are interested in using your song uh, for like an online ad we're doing. Um, can you please call me as soon as you can? And I was like, I have no idea if this is real. <laughs> Who this person is? How he got my right? music? Anything. Yeah. Um, and that was a really big deal. So it ended up happening. Uh, uh, the song called About Saying and Meaning Goodbye um, was used for, like in part of an online Apple ad. Mm-hmm. And... It was great. I paid off uh, all the debt I'd gone into for making the album on my own, and it was like, wow, this is a real thing. Right. Like, this means, like, I'm actually, I'm good at this or something. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. So, that was a huge thing that, like, kind of just made me want to keep keep going, and, and yeah, so since then, just thankfully, you know, some more TV placements, um, like, shows like Pretty Little Liars, or... Mm-hmm. Um, um, like Degrassi, I don't know anything. From yeah, yeah. Teenage shows to adult shows, whatever. Um, uh, another huge thing um, is that K Rock locals only started playing our song "Oh My My," and this was like a few years ago at this mm-hmm. point. But that was a massive validating thing and so exciting for me and the band. Um, yeah, because, I mean, come on, K-Rock. We, right. K-Rock, like, in L.A., it's just, like, if you mm-hmm. get on K-Rock, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's huge. That was a very, that was, like, a super fun time because Kat Corbett was, like, super, she's the, the person who runs Locals Only, and she was really into that song for a while, played it a ton. We played a handful of, like, K-Rock show, like, Locals Only showcases. And it was, like, very exciting mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And finally was, like, ooh, we felt kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, like, from your internship to then, like, you know, doing more of the your creative music side, um, did anything transfer over, you know, that you learned from music business school to, you know, that, the internship? Yeah. To? Well, um, okay, like, I would say the main lesson, I didn't go to, well, First of all, music business school, I did not go. I just oh. had regular Bi- business oh, school. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, I thought, oh, yeah. okay. I got that wrong. I played music in college, but I majored in business. I did not do music business. Oh, I thought, okay. Just I regular thought, old business. Okay, gotcha. Which, which 
that's why I feel dumb about it because I don't care at all about regular pieces. Right. Like, I don't. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, um, and I'm yeah okay. I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're a creative person. Exactly. You're an artist. Yeah, and it's so it's just so that's like a whole nother. I'm, everyone has their you know. Yeah. So. so I'm always a little wary of creative people who are super good at business. I mean, I know it's a skill we need to have, but also I'm just like. I don't know, man. Maybe you should have just been a lawyer, you know? Yeah. Like when I see friends that are so, uh, so business-minded. Yeah. I could be way wrong. I Maybe well. I need to step up my business side. But, <laughs> um, but from the label to the artist side, one thing I think about a lot um, is I was always really impressed when bands would come into Drive Through Records and they would actually like make eye contact with you. didn't matter if they knew you or didn't, if you were low mm-hmm. on the totem pole or high. Uh, they'd come around, shake your hand, introduce your, um, themselves to you, and like that went so such like a long way with me when I worked there. I wanted to work really hard for those bands then. Right. So that's something I like try to keep in mind. Um, whenever I am in a situation where I'm going to an op, you know a meeting or right. whatever, like I I want to try to. Mm, Make people's days a little bit better. Not make it seem like there's some divide between artists and, and office. Per- like, yeah. who cares? Uh, there's no need to make things feel kind of weird. And I feel like it does a lot. Yeah. I still witness that happening. And I'm like, let's just make it a little easier on everyone. Like, let's just be friendly. And yeah. And then it works Huge. in everyone's favor. Right. Honestly. So, yeah, definitely. That's, that's a lesson. It's a good lesson. What challenges have you come across working within the music industry? So many, so many challenges. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, I would say, like, the two two biggest categories would be creative challenges mm-hmm. and then, like, business challenges. Um, and both are super hard. And, yeah. And equally, um, equally, like, in your face. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think... Oh, uh, gosh. Okay, let's see here. Business challenges. Um, well, I'm not like a famous multinational uh, musician. So yeah. that means that things have not exactly gone like best case scenario. Right. Um, obviously, I'm, you know, you know, like I'm thankful for all the things that have happened yeah. with, with the songs I've written and everything. Yeah. Like, it's great. And, and there's so much to be thankful for. And, and also, at a root level, like, I would write music anyways. Mm-hmm. Just something I love. So yeah, everything, honestly, is a bonus. Yeah. And I have to remind myself of that. Um, but there's always a flip side, too, right? Like, I, you know, when you, when you have worked really hard at something uh, and you feel like you've gotten good, like, you want to be rewarded. Right. And I would say a huge challenge of the last couple of years, honestly, is that Act As If, uh, as a specific project, it's, um, it's felt like I've been sort of uh, having to like push this thing up a mountain. And so... Um, I think a lot of bands feel that. Yeah. A lot of... Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, and that's, that's something that it's like... hard. That me and the guys like wrestle with a lot and... and you know, we put out an EP that we love a few months ago, and, and there's no, like, immediate plans for the next one. And I'm kind of trying to figure out, like, okay, I I know that I'm not done with music at all. And in some ways, maybe I'm honestly just kind of hitting my stride. Um, 
in terms of writing and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've been I've been starting to to write again and just trying to figure out like, okay, is this going to be for like indie rock stuff? Is this going to be right. you know, what creative? You know, what band is this going to be for? I've got like a few ideas, whatever. I would say okay, back to challenges like okay. business challenges. The but like, and I know you and I have talked about this before, yeah. but like, buzz. Buzz is just such like an intangible thing to get, mm-hmm. and and you know it when you have it, and then it go and then like in in the case of my band like, uh you know we I feel like we really had it for like maybe a year to two years right we're like, um. Yeah, we just kind of felt it like there was a lot of opportunities. Um, and then, I don't know, like, even if the music keeps getting better or you keep meeting more people, sometimes it doesn't sustain itself. Um, yeah. Um, so that's a huge challenge. And it's like, how do you get that back then? So um, that's been something I've been, like, wrestling with, whether I move forward with Act As If or whether I move forward with a new band. I'm not sure yet. But right. it's like, got to get that back. Yeah, you know? <laughs> definitely. So... So during those challenging moments, what keeps you going? I think that it's it's become so much more clear as like the years go by that uh, if you don't fully like full on just love music, like love writing it, mm-hmm. get out. Like there are um, like a thousand easier jobs to tr- to be doing. You yeah, know? a thousand other endeavors to throw yourself into that have a higher chance of giving back to you. Um, on like you know a financial level or whatever yeah uh, so that's just been a huge thing for me to realize is like um, you just, just love I music. love it like yeah honestly one of my favorite things to do is just to practice by myself I like fucking love to practice music by myself yeah so there you go <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your creative process like when you're writing a song what what goes what mm. goes into that totally depends um, like the best moments are uh, when I'm feeling like super inspired about a specific thing whether it's you know a movie or a relationship or whatever for me yeah and then usually I will sit down at the piano and just write by myself you know lyrics and music and do that whole thing um, but more often than not um, especially like after, you know, I've written like two full lengths, three EPs, side project EPs, like a lot yeah. of output over the last yeah. few years. Um, so it's become a, songwriting has become a bit more of a discipline, um, which I always used to hear and be like, no, that can't be like, it's gotta be a hundred percent like divine inspiration. And then you, you only write when you're inspired. And so I've, I guess I've, um, maybe used up a lot of my like you know uh, young inspiration or something so now it's a bit more of a discipline so like today um, I just opened up Pro Tools and I um, like messed around with some drum beats and some like synth ideas and guitar ideas and I just sort of recently I've just been like building up music first and then Uh sort of um, singing like gibberish on top of it yeah. And then with the lyrics. To get like a melody. To get like, yeah, just to get like the basic structure. Mm-hmm. And then 
I have found though that I can't BS it with lyrics. Like I do kind of need to wait till I have a strong idea or or like leaning. Right. Um, so yeah, that's sort of a weird game because it's like you want to be working on lyrics, but also you don't want to force a bunch of BS out because there's enough BS in the world. Like there's so yeah. much BS in songs. I don't need to be contributing yeah. that, you know? Yeah. Um, for the listeners that don't know what your music sounds like, mm -hmm. what, 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 what genre is it in? How would you describe it? Yeah, so hmm, act as if I would say it's like an indie pop band. Um, some of our stuff sounds a little bit more like a death cabby vibe. Some yeah. stuff sounds a little bit of like a, you know, like maybe like a, like a Coldplay or a Young the Giant. Um, let's see, we get comparisons to like, uh, like Group Love sometimes, Walk the Moon sometimes. Um, yeah, so that's what that band is. I have a side project called Lioness, which okay. is spelled like Lion Dash S. Okay. And um, that's popped up on some TV shows, which has been rad. Um, For people who want to get their songs on television, uh -huh. what do you recommend? Like, because there's a lot of bands out there that are like, oh, I just want to, I want to get, you know, my yeah. song. Yep. What, do you have any uh, well, recommendations <laughs> or thoughts? I, f <laughs> I feel like with all entertainment there's like no real advice honestly don't you feel like that yeah because nothing ever is consistent it, but everyone has a different path yeah there's nothing yeah. like i have so many friends that are super successful and they could give me advice but guess what their advice doesn't work wouldn't work for me like the right. things like it's yeah so intangible sometimes but yeah okay the tangible things obviously uh work really hard at making good music yeah make sure it sounds good yeah um I would say it helps if you can work with um, maybe like co like a co-writer or a producer who already has some connections. Right. That's something that um, mm -hmm. would have made things a whole lot easier for me years ago. Yeah. But I didn't. I I did it all on my own, and it just right. was kind of honestly like lucky to have met some people or whatever. Um, but now when I'm when I'm doing co-writes. Um, it is nice to pair up with people who already kind of have teams so that then the song has a little bit better of a chance of being heard and then maybe pitched to stuff. Mm -hmm. It's such a process. It is. Um, it is. But yeah, thankfully, like I, there's a really good licensing company that we work with called Secret Road. They rep Act As If, and they also rep Lioness. And, um, um, you know, they're, they're a great team. And just like any other good team, they have their plates full mm -hmm. you know just like any label or management company or licensing yeah. company but yep. it is nice to have somebody on your side yeah you know? yeah, yeah definitely do you have any other like encouraging words to people who work within the industry within the industry yeah within the industry okay yeah gosh how about god bless you because <laughs> um, well the thing that's awesome yeah. about people that work in the industry in addition to artists themselves yeah. is that we are totally in this together. Uh, everyone involved for any extended period of time is there because they love it. Yeah. Or they have this, you know, love is a weird thing because we like love and hate the things that, you know, we're so uh, right. drawn to, whether it's a relationship or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like music is the same. Like the people who are involved, like, yeah, they might hate it sometimes, but right. they have a drive for it. And so it's nice to. It's nice to live in LA and to um, just 
be in the mix with everyone, you know? Right, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know if I have advice. Other than I think I, well, that's, that's like, we're, we're all in this together. Yeah. So from me managing bands mm-hmm. to musicians, mm-hmm. like, so it's like, we all really need to support each other and yeah. what we're each doing. Yes, and so. like, and the stereotypical thing, but of like celebrating each other's successes. Yeah. And, and I think we're all really good at empathizing each other's hard times. <laughs> yes. you know? Because there's I a know, lot of that I, Yeah, going I know. On. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, but it's it like is. How, thing, how are things really going? Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if you're, if you work for a label that's like killing it. Like, right. it doesn't mean that you're. Uh, that you necessarily feel validated because you're working your ass off too, and right. not all the people you work with are appreciative. And yep. anyway, so <laughs> uh, my message is: uh, hopefully, I'll meet you someday if I don't already know you, <laughs> and we can commiserate and encourage each other. <laughs> yes. What's next for you in in the music world? Mm-hmm. What are you working on next? <clears throat> well, I I didn't write a song for like six months, which is crazy for me yeah I was like 2016 was a uh, a really weird year for me personally and I know everyone says like 2016 was like a terrible year for our country so it's funny that they happened to interwind both for me uh, uh, personally and also for the country yeah but, um, um, thankfully like a couple months ago I just I finally just kind of felt okay and felt like all right like I'm ready to write again um, so I at least know that uh, I've got like maybe, I don't know, 10 demos I'm working on. Sweet. It feels like a, um, feels like a new, a new thing. So yeah, the band and I sort of decided to put a pin and act as if for the moment, um, whether that means uh, it's done forever or whether that means in six months I'll right. record something new. I don't know, but yeah, for now I'm. I'm kind of, the thing that's exciting to me is to work on new songs for Lioness, which is yeah. sort of the project I mentioned earlier, Yeah. Um, which is kind of like a moody singer-songwriter pop kind of thing. Cool. Um, and then the, the stuff, the other stuff I'm working on is kind of, I don't know, more of like a 90s alternative kind of vibe. Okay. I've just been... That's sort of been the, the yeah. idea with it, and it's been really exciting for me. So hopefully that will, those songs will see the light of day someday. Like that's, yeah. anyway, that's the fun stuff that I'm cool. working on right now. Yeah. I don't have a game plan for it. Okay. It feels weird to talk about, you know? Yeah. Because it's so right. in infancy. Yeah. But, um, but I feel pretty confident that it'll be good and I'll get it, you know, yeah, I'll get yeah. it to a good place. So that's yeah, awesome. that's what's up. I think. I mean, whatever, like, if it's act as if or mm-hmm. if it's, like, you just keep writing mm-hmm. for, you know, your publisher, your, the licensing mm-hmm. company, like, you're just going to continue to keep making mus- music and, like, keep growing as an artist in whatever format that is, if it's solo or if it's, you know. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. And that's exciting. It is. It is very it's, exciting. It's always, everything in life, it's a combination of exciting and a little, like, scary. And yeah. so you just have to be like, well, so what? It's going to be scary. It's going to be scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this interview today. Super fun. Thank you for having me.
Thanks again to Peter for being on the show and bang ups for the theme music. Be sure to check out Peter's music at actasifmusic.com. I leave you with one of his songs, All the Girls.